through like writing these songs, Mm -hmm. I was able to talk about stuff and I was able to reach a catharsis with a lot of these issues. Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. During my interview with Ben Shaw, we took a bit of a detour and started to talk more deeply about mental health as musicians. As you'll hear, both he and I have had to work on our mental state and seek outside help over the years. This is a very important issue in the arts community, so I wanted to pull this out from our full conversation to give it a bit more attention and hopefully reach more people about this specific issue. If you're having trouble with your mental health, please reach out to a professional to get some help we're not alone and trust us it will make a difference i got a bunch of guys together we recorded this song uh between the leather and the headlights yeah yeah and um that was a that was a really cool one because that was one of the first songs i wrote as a singer songwriter that i really felt like i was saying something I was saying something with it in a, in a way that I don't think people, I hope, I think people will get the message of it, but I was being specific. It was about uh, a very specific moment. Um, I was able to sing about something that was very specific, but that was also universal in a way and kind of talk about these emotional feelings with in the guise of just talking about like a car ride after a gig. Um, it was, it was, it was a darker song, but it was like, it was, I I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird one to talk about because it's, it's, um, but it was the first, it was the first one I wanted to do because it was a different sound than I think I was hearing from a lot of other singer songwriters. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to focus on that. And again, it was speaking about something that I had really struggled with and really had, uh, a lot of issues surrounding because um, I, I kind of, I, I hesitate to like talk about it sometimes because I just like dance around it. But um, so I, I feel like I'm just kind of sidestepping everything, but with that one, I got the idea because I was, we were coming home from a milk bread gig. My buddy always used to say that <laughs> with, with milk bread, the thing with the milk bread gigs was like, you'd have, one good show and that would carry you across like five really bad shows, <laughs> you know, that we would play to like nobody. We'd have one good show. And so it started to get the reason why we broke up, you know, or like people stopped playing in the band was because it, it got to be like 10 bad shows <laughs> or just like no one was, it was Yeah. 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 And I was driving home late one night from a gig and it just, that feeling, like I just had known that feeling so much of not like just hating this and, and, and like really like not enjoying it at all. And just that long drive home. And I used to, I kind of, I kind of went through a time in my life around like college where 
I, I just felt very kind of like out of control of certain things because the way life was moving, I was, I was wanting to be a musician, but it's like, there's no way you can be a musician. It's just not going to happen. And then it's like, do I really want to do it? And college was just so structured in, in a weird way, but it wasn't. And I was just, I think like my mental health kind of deteriorated and I just, I was a little lost. And so what I used to do is I used to every once in a while, like I'd be driving back. I used to work on the weekends back in Portsmouth. So I would drive from uh, URI back to Portsmouth to work and wash dishes at this place on the weekends. And I just remember I used to kind of drive and I would just kind of sit there and I would let go of the wheel and I would just kind of let it drift over it kind of get close to the edge and then I grab it and I turn back and I would just kind of let go of the wheel, let it drift over and kind of bring it back because I, I felt like I just kind of, I don't know. It's, it's weird because I feel like any talking about stuff like this is like, I, I wouldn't say that I was like suicidal or anything because that, that seems to be like, I, there was like suicidal ideation in a way, but it was more like, I just didn't have the balls to do it. So I thought like, well, if I, if I just kind of let go and let whatever happens, happens, then if I get in an accident, at least I have plausible deniability, you know, if somebody, if somebody finds out about it, if so, uh -huh. like I get it, if I get in an accident, like I didn't, I didn't want to kill myself, but I just didn't want to be alive. Uh, so I figured, but it was like, I didn't want to be the guy that did it because that seemed like, well, that's, you know, I, I also just didn't want to take control of that aspect in a, in a way that I didn't have control over my life, or I, at least I didn't feel like it, or I didn't have control over my mind because it's like, why am I thinking about all these things? Why am I going through this? Why am I playing these scenarios over and over and over again? And I just, you know, so I would just, like I said, just kind of let go and drift. And then if I grab the wheel, it's like, okay, now I'm bringing back control. And it was like a way for me to kind of bring it back. So I, on these like long rides home from these gigs, I would just start thinking about it. And I just, that's, I just started thinking about like the problem with this situation right now is the guy driving the car, the space between the leather and the headlights is mm -hmm. me, you know, and you can say it's like, Oh, it's also your brain or whatever. But that was part of it too. It's like the place between my eyes and the back of my head, is this brain is what's like attacking me constantly telling me like all these things. Like it's not, you're not worth it. And like, it's okay. You're, you're just not good enough. No, you're, you're hurting people. You're, you're, you know, and it's like, mm -hmm. it is, it's just not true. But when you're at a, at a point like that, it's, it's hard to really like convince yourself when like all your Absolutely, brain is doing, yeah. when yeah. all it's doing is just like, keep telling you that, um, but so when we recorded that song, the funny thing was like, I, I hadn't really ever told anybody that. And I told the guys like before, okay, before we record, here's what you should know about this song. It's about this. And one of my buddies just goes, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that's what we're, that's the song we were playing. I'm like, yeah, sorry, bro. But, um, but no, it, I think that's one of the other things though about music was that it gave about the singer songwriter stuff is that in milk bread, I was the lead lyricist and lead rapper. I was the only lyricist and the only rapper. And so it was a way to have fun with words. And I, I would work on stuff and I would be very creative and, 
and trying to weave things in and out. And I discovered my kind of writing voice in that. But then when I got to singer songwriter, it's like this requires a different language, a little bit more direct, yeah. but still a li- hiding in the poetry of it. So that gave me a way when I started, when I wrote Between the Leather and the Headlights, it was like, I can say this stuff and be honest in a way that is not just so straightforward. And I mm-hmm. should say that, that, um, one of the things I, I did for myself in college is like a couple of years in, I, I made the decision to go. Uh, we, I realized, I don't know how I found this out, but I realized that we got free counseling at URI. Um, they, it was just part of the program. So I went to the thing and I was like, Hey, I just want to talk to somebody. And I went to, mm-hmm. and for like two and a half years, I would meet with this guy, Corey Clark, and he would just talk to me and we would do that. And we met like every week and he would, and I would told him like the first thing is like, I don't, you know, I don't know why I'm here. Like, this is worth it. Like, I'm not, I'm not that bad enough. He's like, Hey man, are you bad enough to, you felt bad enough about all this stuff to walk in. So that means something. And so we eventually like did group stuff and the people in that group, I very thankful for, because it helped me show me that there are other people that kind of feel these things Yeah, yeah, and have, um, you know, just have like kind of the same, um, way of thinking and in that it showed me that you're not really alone. And that was one of the things about songwriting, about being a singer songwriters through that song. It showed me that you can, you can kind of do that for other people. Yeah. So it's, so through like writing these songs, Mm -hmm. I was able to talk about stuff and I was able to reach a catharsis and with a lot of these issues and it's like one of the songs on a yellow line I wrote because I was, uh, I would take the commuter line up to these lessons, these composition lessons. Oh, okay. And I just always kind of felt stuck in like people going back and forth. I'd go out, I would be in Boston in this, I would take the commuter line after work. You know, I, I'm a landscaper during the day. Um, and it's just like, not something I want to do for the rest of my life, but it's something I do do because I have responsibilities, I have bills, I have all that stuff and it helps me afford doing the music stuff, but it's not the be all end all, but I would take these lessons by, and I'd have to go to Boston and I'd be in the city of like beautiful. I'd have to walk past symphony hall to get to my lessons. And I would see like the BSO and these beautiful lights in the Prudential center and all these kids walking around like Berkeley with their instruments and stuff. And it's like, and I would have, I would have this great lesson where I would learn these really difficult concepts. And then I would hang out in the city, a city I've always wanted to be a part of. And then I would get back on the train and I would come home to get into my Jeep grand Cherokee that, keeps beeping at me because it needs oil and its engine's <laughs> really old. And then I'd go home and I'd wake up the next day and I'd cut grass. And it's yeah. just like, and so it was like, man, that's, this sucks. <laughs> like it's just, and, but writing songs, mm-hmm. like let me say that stuff and think about that stuff. Cause obviously I've proven that I just ramble. I just, I, I, I just kind of talk and talk and talk and talk, but I have stuff to say. And yeah. songwriting makes me uh, makes me take this brain that's like this overactive brain and makes me kind of consolidate it into yeah. a form that's digestible. No, I mean it's 
all of that stuff is important. Uh, I mean, personally, I've had to do a lot of work on my own mental health and, um, you know, I do take comfort in it just not being alone in it that, you know, unfortunately it is more common in the artist community and you can see that. And there there is no level of success that will ever stop that, you know, or like, so it's something that needs to be handled in the way that you've handled it, the way that I've had to handle it through, you know, counseling and, and everything else. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is always an interesting thing looking through that lens. Like we always, you know, judge people by their outsides and I'll judge myself by my insides. Um, But it's probably the same thing around, you know, they'll look at like, well, you know, who knows that that person might've recognized you. I think that's Ben Shaw. I I heard his (laughs) classical record, you know, or whatever else, like who knows? Let's beat him up. (laughs) (laughs) Weirdo. What are you doing? Type of thing where, um, you know, like it just, I, I don't know, like it, it, we just, I, I've had to just work on just doing what I do. And um, I mean, to be honest, I do a lot of these things, yeah. you know, I like that as I've said in the past, like it doesn't really make any logical sense to do this podcast because I've, you know, I work, I have a, a family, I have children, yeah. I have, you know, playing it like there's just a, a busy life, but I do this because I want to uh, be a part of the music community. I want to be able to share these stories. Um, but some of it is also like, I just don't know what to do. Like I get anxious when I'm not doing stuff, you know, like Dude, that is, oh my that God, is like a yes. part of it, you know, and people might be like, Oh, James is, you know, I mean, you, then I, again, I appreciate it. You said it earlier during our conversation and, and it does truly mean a lot, but some of it is also just like the recognition and, like yeah uh, i don't know it's it's not necessarily like selfishness but it's like i don't know what else to do when i'm not doing things you know so i'm going to just try to yeah. be productive with it you know and not be destructive with this stuff so um i'm glad we'll that people that. appreciate it and and check this stuff out but uh yeah, yeah that's man. that's what it is it's not like i'm some you know uh, ultimate person that's going out and doing this stuff it's like i just you know what do i do at you know 10 o'clock at night when uh, like, I'm just not a guy that just will, I don't know. Like I, there's a, almost like a level of envy of people that like, well, I just go to work and then I come home and I go to bed. I'm like, that'd be oh pretty cool. God. That'd be cool Dude, if you I, could do that, you know, but I'm like, I need to work on some stuff or I need to do like design some things or, you know, man, like, I've said that. So I love, Oh, thank you for saying that. I love that. You said that I say that. So I just, I, I look at my wife sometimes And I say, what, how good would it be if I just was one of these frigging guys that just like went, did my job, came home and just hung and I didn't have to, (laughs) you know, it's like, and I didn't think like on my way home, okay, when you get home, what you're going to do is you're going to sit down. Oh, you only have like two hours to practice. So what you're going to do is you're going to practice for an hour, but you also have to write. So make sure that you sit down and you write for a half hour. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you only have a half hour. So you're not really going to get a lot of work done. You're going to, okay. So you're going to have to do that. So remember you need to schedule your time like this. Okay. But well, so you can't, you can't watch that. Don't ever watch that show. If you watch that show. Okay. So she wants to have dinner. She's going to, your wife's going to come home at eight o'clock. Okay. So she's going to be home. Nick, can you get any time after you guys have dinner, but you want to hang out with her because you want to see, but I mean, you don't really need to hang out with your wife right i mean you can you can do all your music after and it's just like mm-hmm. what if it was just like yeah i'm just gonna go home and hang and and the thing that i just i i, I love what you said because it, it really is just like 
that's that's what it is like that's how it manifests itself and and, and it doesn't and it doesn't make lo- any logical sense why we feel this way i mean i don't I, i'm not going to speak to your experience at all because that would be wrong but what i can say like for me is like james i was i was loved as a kid i was i had great parents i had i had parents that loved me that cared about me. I don't think they knew what to do with me as a musician, like just because they're not musicians. So it's like, you know, but that, that doesn't mean that they didn't support me. They supported me. Um, I went to college. I I knew great people. I'm loved by my wife. I I like, uh, and we've been going out for a long time. We've been together for over half our lives now. It's like, I felt loved and I didn't have to want for anything. Why? why do I feel this way? Why does this, why, what is this? That's, that's, that is the most confusing part to me is like, is like, why, why that, you know, why, why is that a part of us? These, these feelings, because I I don't, that was one of my big questions in counseling is like, well, why? Well, like, well, Mm -hmm. what is, what is the part of me that is like unfixed? What that means to be, and yeah, I do think that a lot of it gets answered through music and by mm-hmm. doing that and being busy because you're answering the questions, you're asking the questions, but you're also working to answer them and fulfill something. Yeah. And, and yeah, I feel the same way. Cause I yeah. feel incredibly compelled to just make stuff. I want yeah. to, I want to just the jazz album. I, I just wanted to do that because I felt like, Ben, you're get you're 30 now, you're turning 30, you know, you're never gonna be as good enough as you think you should be. So just friggin' do it. Just just have to grow a pair and get in there, get these tunes together and just do it. Same thing with the singer-songwriter stuff. Like, who gives a shit if it's good enough? Quote, you know, quote unquote, good mm-hmm. enough. Like you like these songs, people seem to respond to them mm-hmm. and just do it the classical stuff. I mean, like all that stuff, it's just because at a certain point I was able to shut down that part of me that (laughs) would just scream in my face, stop it. And just, I, I unburdened myself. Alone in a room that's full of people and nothing on my mind except mostly I'll take my $40 and head for home And none of us an hour pass beneath my feet My eyes are too tired to see the yield signs ahead For the further I go, each town's the same Space between the leather and the headlights, what to blame? You know that game Driving in a car with only three wheels Praying that I make it before I fall Out the door and onto the pavement My life's get out and just can't handle them all How far does this road go? Are you sure it'll get me home? Where the further I go, each town's the same Space between the leather and the headlights, what's to blame? You know that game
So the further I go, 